Welcome to A Healthy Bite, a podcast where my mom shares bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Here's my mom. Hi guys, welcome back. Today I want to share with you some motivational tips that will help you get your kitchen working for you. The goal is health, so you need to determine what it is that you want from your kitchen. What does your perfect kitchen look like? Just take some time, pen and paper, write down what those hopes are that you have for your kitchen. Maybe like me, you want a place to socialize with your family while you're cooking. So the first step is imagine your perfect space. After you get in your mind what the space needs to look like, next we need to look around and just try to identify the items that kind of bring you a negative feeling. You know, maybe you've had a juicer for a few years and you never use it. And every time you see that juicer, you feel so guilty because you're not juicing or because you paid a lot of money for that juicer and you hardly ever use it. So if you have some things that bring you a lot of guilt and you are willing to part with them, consider donating them to someone who could use them. Or you could even donate them to a local homeless shelter. Or maybe you have some junk food that you hate to be wasteful with by throwing it away, but you know you shouldn't eat it. Whatever it is that you have in your kitchen that brings you down, gather it up and donate it. We want to get out all of the negativity out of our kitchens. So take a look around, look at your counters. If they are covered in clutter, you know that clutter actually hides the surface of your kitchen counters and keeps you from being productive while you're in there. There's nothing worse than trying to make dinner when there's so many things all over the counter, like today's mail, your child's books and backpack from school, or keys, or dishes from lunch. But try to make it a goal to keep the kitchen counters cleared off. If you've ever followed any decluttering gurus, you know that the horizontal spaces are not for storage. I always tell my kids, for example, the same thing about the floor. The floor is for furniture and feet, and that's it. It's not a place to store your stuff. It's not a place to leave your socks, shoes, backpack, and gear. The floor is for furniture and feet. And Likewise, the countertops are for making things and doing things. Flat, horizontal surfaces are not storage spaces. So if you get yourself into a habit of keeping your countertops clear, then your kitchen will be more functional and it will appear larger and you'll have a lot more interest in getting in there to make some good healthy, real food meals because your attitude will be better about your kitchen. So once you get a better attitude, you have the motivation to go in there and work in your kitchen. I like to set up zones in my kitchen. If you can do this, it's a good way to boost your efficiency while you're working in the kitchen. My current kitchen setup isn't my ideal, but I'm making it work. And that's just how we do things, right? When something isn't exactly the way we want it, if we can't change it, we learn to adapt. And so I have my kitchen set up the way I feel like it's pretty efficient now. So try to focus on 
zones. For example, I have my knives in a drawer and above the drawer is a cabinet where I keep my cutting boards. They're in close reach. I don't have to take one single step to start chopping. If I have my vegetables ready, I pull down my cutting board, I grab my knife, and I'm in one spot doing my prep work without spending, wasting steps going all over the kitchen. My cooking utensils like spatulas are all near my stove. My dishes are stored right above my dishwasher. Pots and pans are stored beside the stove. You see how you can create zones to be more efficient while you're in your kitchen. Now, if you do menu planning, you might want to think about displaying your menu in your kitchen so your family has something to look forward to each day. I know my kids like to look at the menu plan to see what they will be having for dinner that night. And having a menu plan on display in your kitchen will actually prompt you to take those steps to lay out the meat that you need to thaw or not to forget to start the crock pot. Or if you need to pick up fresh vegetables for the salad that you're making that night, you will have that menu there as a reminder of what you are going to eat that night. Another thing that will help you get motivated to prepare nice meals is to have dishes that you love. Get rid of all the chipped and broken dishes that you don't use, unless, of course, they have sentimental value. I have one small coffee cup that my dad used to drink coffee out of all the time. And after he passed away, that was one of the things that I grabbed. And I just look at it every time I open my coffee cabinet and it just kind of reminds me of my dad. So if you have dishes that have sentimental value, obviously you want to keep those and that's bringing positivity into your kitchen. But if you have dishes that you're just keeping because they're part of a set, but they're really not that great, consider donating those. And you can always find some really nice stuff on sale if you keep up with, you know, when department stores are having sales. And often you can get really nice dishes secondhand. So make it a point to keep your cabinet full of dishes that you actually enjoy using. Make cleaning your kitchen a breeze by storing some non-toxic cleaning supplies right under your sink. I always keep a bottle of vinegar and some essential oil disinfecting spray. It's already mixed up and in a spray bottle and I have it hanging inside of my kitchen cabinet door right underneath my sink. I also have a spray bottle that has vinegar and peppermint essential oils because I have found the best way to clean my stainless steel appliances is with a microfiber cloth and just spraying some white vinegar and peppermint. I probably put about two to two and a half cups of vinegar, just plain white vinegar in a glass bottle, and then I put two drops at most of peppermint oil in there and I shake it up and I spray just a little bit on one microfiber cloth and then I wipe the smudges off of the appliances and then I take a dry microfiber cloth and I dry that off. But make cleaning your kitchen easier and handier by doing little cleanups, keeping the things you need there to just clean up quickly. I keep a scrub brush full of dish soap next to my sink so that hopefully if someone gets a snack in between meals, they can clean their own 
dish. And I suggest keeping a dish rack out if you have a large family and you're home a lot and people are eating, that way they're more inclined to wash their own dish. Now, when you get your kitchen set up the way it will work for you, get the people that you love to come in there with you and make a meal together. Making good memories in the kitchen will motivate you to spend more time in there. I love the kitchen memories I have from my childhood. And that's a wrap. These are my tips for having your kitchen work for you. You see, guys, health, it's really not just about lettuce. Until next time, make today so awesome that yesterday gets jealous. Go to That Organics Mom's YouTube channel to watch videos on meal prep, organization, and lots more. You can also go to thatorganicmom.com. Make sure to sign up for the That Organic Mom newsletter for lots of health tips, recipes, and more. Check back every Wednesday for a new episode of A Healthy Bite.